Okay, so here we go. <clears throat> Start off with a cough. And I'm doing it definitely different tonight. So I've tested the audio a little bit. So this is my second, um, I've, I've tested it, right? So that was like the, the, the beta run. But I'm in the car on my iPhone, like the AirPods, right? So I'm assuming the audio is coming through here because I've got them hooked up. But uh, what does it say? Yeah. Okay, cool. So, okay, we're all good there. And driving down the road, and it's safe, right? Because I talk and drive all the time. So, um, have been absent from the uh, from the show, which I guess that's kind of silly to say. Um, I haven't done my my audio diary, my podcast that matters. I haven't done it in about five days, I guess. Which I said I was going to do it every day for ninety days, but I did miss. Maybe it was just four days. Maybe today would be the the fifth day since I did the last one. But. Uh, not beat myself up over it because, I mean, I was present. I was living in the moment. Uh, I was getting shit done. And uh, it's not like I was, you know, fucking off somewhere. So not super upset about it. So what I've learned since the last one we talked about, uh, so I'm still reading the book by uh, Joe Dispenza, uh, Becoming Supernatural. So I'm pulling into the parking lot here. So I hope that's not too crazy loud. So, yeah, Red you know, continuing to read that book and it's still, I don't want to say it's still getting weird because it's just kind of depends on where you come from, right? If it's weird or not. Um, but it's different for a lot of people and, uh, and not like a spooky, weird, like ghost spirit demon. No, it's none of that shit. It's just like, you're kind of like, it just talks about energy and we're energy and we're all, um, I'll get into some of kind of like the, the aha moments that I've had. But, uh, and it's basically, it's kind of the essence of what, what the book is about. And basically meaning that we're all everything. That's kind of, sounds like a John Lennon song, <laughs> I know. Um, no disrespect to John Lennon, but that sounds like some shit that you'd hear, um, you know, being sung in Central Park by where he got killed. Um, so yeah, so I've been doing the meditations and I'm parking here because I do have some notes. And again, I apologize about the audio. If it, ch- it changes, right? So that's the one thing. And I think I'm up to three listeners now. It fluctuates, but it's been three consistently. And I haven't been listening to it on like the channels where you can get it. <clears throat> so like Spotify, uh, you know, whatever, all the different ones, Apple, all that shit. But uh, so, yeah, so I'm just trying to, again, if this is your first time hearing it, because I kind of do this for me. It's my my diary, my audio diary to help me get my thoughts out, formulate formulate ideas. So what uh, some of the ahas that I've had. So what I've been doing is the meditations. They're, they're a little bit longer than I'm used to. I'm turning the air on right now. So hopefully that doesn't sound too, too loud. I don't, I don't think it will. I've got it on low, but I guess it's February in Dallas. So it's hot. It's already, it's a hot place. It's like 80 and you know, 745 at night. So got the air on, but uh, yeah. So, so been, have been doing the meditations and I've meditated for, for a long time for, for literally over a decade off and on um, more consistent than most probably. Um, but, but definitely not every day. There would be times where I would go months without doing it. But now it's been it's been pretty consistent for a while, and uh, it will be for for ninety days at least. So, um, 
the meditations I've always done were 12, 15 minutes, 20 minutes, you know, kind of short five minutes. These, the ones that I'm doing now and with his book are um, like 40 minutes long. So a couple things there to unpack. That sounds long. Um, I think that's long and I, I like doing them, but I enjoy them. You know what I mean? It's like if somebody said you had to have sex for 40 minutes, you'd be like, well, you fucking enjoy it. Who gives a fuck? Like, you know what I mean? Why wouldn't you want to have it? For, you know, it's, I don't know. I'm sorry. That's a weird example, but I guess because most people probably only have sex for a couple minutes. But um, if you could like it for a couple minutes, you'd probably like it for 40 minutes. So um, so you got to get used to the length. You have to kind of prepare yourself. Just commit to doing it. You got to be willing to do it. But also, one of the things that I've really noticed and I've become more aware of uh, that I've known about, I've known but not understood knowledge, wisdom, understanding. So um, I had knowledge of, but I don't know that I had the wisdom and really understood what like the monkey brain is. That's what some people call it or the it or that um, that voice in their, your head. And if you're like, this guy's crazy, what is he talking about? What voice in the head? That's the one that just said that to you. That's the one I'm talking about. Your thoughts, Right. So you have to be aware of those thoughts while you're sitting there trying to relax. You're, you're going to be bombarded. And there's a scientific reason for this, like it explains it in the book. Um, you know, it's like quieting your mind. So like you're sitting there and you know, you're using this technique and you're listening to the thing. And it's like, just listen to it in, in earphones. And your brain's going to be like, well, you know, did, did I do laundry? I still need to do laundry. And then... Uh, oh, wait, you know, God damn it. The last time I did laundry, you know, one of my kids left their blue socks and it got in with so-and-so's other kids, white underwear. And now he's got fucking off white. You know, that, that, that whole thing that I just droned on there about, like you were probably going, shut the fuck up. Right. Well, that's in your head. Right. So when you're trying to meditate, you're just more aware of all that stuff. So you're just more present to all your thoughts, um, which benefits you in like the waking world. We'll call it like when you're in, in beta. Like we are, you know, now I'm I, for sure I'm doing this. Um, I actually might be in a little bit of alpha because I'm in a flow state. Actually, I would probably say that I am in an alpha state because I'm in a very flow focused state. I'm unaware of a lot of my surroundings. So I would say that I'm in alpha, um, but maybe going into beta, it's just consciousness, right? So anyways, drawing it off. Um, you just got to be mindful of those thoughts that they're more present. So, um, and then you go, you know, you'll, you'll just get used to it. And again, it's just repetition. Might not get it the first time, might not get it the second time, but you might get it the eighth time. It might be the first. It just depends on you. So just try it, stick to it. Don't, don't quit. Um, and if you um, are, if are listening to this at some point in time and you need some help, um, just leave a comment on this uh, podcast, like the thing below this, wherever you're listening to it. And I should get it um, in the future. I'll, I'll come back and I'll add a link to like my social media channels and or, or whatever, you know, maybe email at the time. I just want to give out my personal email now on here because again, two people listen to it, but I already get enough fucking weird emails. Um, so, so you commit to it. You, you do that and just put in the reps and just do it, do it, do it, do it. Right. And so I've been doing that and getting into a deep, um, meditative state and focusing on the image. So he walks you through like the majority of the meditation is just really just getting your body into a relaxed state. 
um, than the actual like process that where he walks you through like, you know, hey, think about your clear intention, you know, clear intention um, with an um, um, uh, elevated emotion is what we want to do when we're meditating in the alpha theta state. Um, Maybe theta, I think, is where it really, the magic, like, really, really happens because you can really influence your subconscious mind. Um, so, yeah, so I, I've been doing that and I for several days now. And uh, it's been, um, it's been interesting. Like, I've had some interesting, uh, he talks in the book about mystical, I don't think that I would say that I've had a mystical, maybe, um, maybe, but but I don't know. I'll tell you what it is and you can, you can decide. So I'm getting you in the first couple of days, you get into the meditative state and then, you know, you bring up your intention and well, I'll share with one of mine is this, I want to have a building, um, like a commercial building, but I use it for residential purposes. So three story building, the whole top floor is like my loft. And I'm thinking like a, um, uh, like maybe like a two storefront wide building. If you're from like a city like St. Louis or New York or, um, you know, probably Chicago, like any older city, Chicago, Cleveland, you, you'll know what I'm talking about. Like a, it's a brick building with two stores in the front. One nowadays is probably like a bookstore and the other one's like a fucking like tax place or something, right? You know, or a coffee shop that, that wide of a building, but two, two stories tall. And, uh, want it all to be mine. It is all mine. And, uh, uh you know, I'm not going to go into the whole thing, but the top floor is my like loft and it's really, it's a great setup. The second floor is essentially like another apartment, um, but it's not really a loft. It's like got rooms and, um, you know, bathroom, kitchen, all that kind of stuff. And there's like an elevator that goes down to the first floor. And the first floor in the, you know, the front of the building is obviously the, you know, like the storefronts. And there'll still be storefronts, probably be my businesses in there. Maybe rent one out um, or just have a cool office. So it looks, you know what I mean? It can be like one of my kids offices to study in but it's just like looks like it's their business you know like uh ebenezer screws and scrooge in the window or something right um and then you know but whatever we don't have to get into all the specifics so i I see that in my head i'm talking i'm getting exciting i'm getting excited talking about it that's the elevated emotion coming out okay like you hear my voice pick up and i'm like i told you i was going to tell you like two seconds of it but i fucking drove on for minutes um because i'm like excited about it that's my elevated emotion um with it so i essentially feel i have that conversation in my head in detail which creates a picture right so uh, we think in pictures so if i say what does your refrigerator look like you just saw your refrigerator you know i mean you know what i'm talking about right then and there like pink pink elephant you just you probably didn't see a blue elephant until now i just said blue elephant before you saw a pink elephant right so same thing you talk to yourself Right, which our teachers told us not to do. The kid talks to himself. He's weird. Well, maybe, maybe. Um, and then you get excited about it. Essentially, that's the elevated emotion, um, and you do that in a in a theta state, in a deeply relaxed uh, state, akin to sleep. So what we talked about on the last episode, uh, it's a Neville Goddard terminology. Um, which he this is the exact. If you if you're listening to this and you know who Neville Goddard is. Goddard is, you're already saying, oh, this is what he teaches. Yes, he is. This is exactly what he teaches. Uh, this is essentially the same thing that Esther Hicks teaches. It, it, it's all the same thing. It's what is it? You know, I, I'm going to listen to something until I get it, right? Um, or I might need different teachers. Um, it's just like math, right? So think about, think of a subject 
in school that you struggled with and then all of a sudden one time you got it you know what i mean like you learned something i don't know geometry like you took geometry i don't think i ever took geometry so let's just say algebra the first time i took algebra i was a senior i wasn't a senior in high school i'm joking probably eighth grade right you start to learn it and then you do it every year so you're getting in the reps but at some point like you hear it from somebody and maybe you just kind of get you think, oh, I'm getting it because this teacher, like, and, and there are, you know, things where people do teach things better, but so it's a little bit of both. Like it's the repetitions, the reps, right? They're like going to the gym, doing, you know, four sets of 10, you know, whatever, until you get bigger chest muscles. Same thing with, with understanding concepts. So I think I finally get it, but now I know there's more to get because I thought I got it before. Um, so yeah, it, it's just doing that, getting into a meditative state, so relaxing, and uh, telling yourself your future, talking to yourself in your head, seeing that picture, and just getting fucking jacked up about it, like feeling that emotion. And it doesn't have to be. I think I was always looking for a specific. So, this is a, this is actually a good example. So if you want a soda. You know what I mean? I thought that everything was like, um, if you say, hey, I want a soda, well, there's Coke and there's Pepsi. They kind of taste alike. I know some people say they can taste them differently. Um, But there's like orange soda and then there's like Dr. Pepper. They all have a different flavor, you know? So, um, so I was talking about emotions. So, so I thought each a different emotion would have like this drastically different flavor, essentially like a think of an emotion, like a flavor. Um, I was expecting that um, if I want $10,000, so my building, I thought my building would have a specific flavor than having a hundred thousand dollars in my checking account would feel. Like, you know what I mean? I thought one would taste like Coke, one would taste like orange soda. I just had to figure out what they felt like, what they tasted like to tap into them. But in reality, it kind of goes back to that Coke and Pepsi analogy. They kind of taste the same, right? They kind of taste the same. So $100,000 in my check, which I ha- I've had um, a couple times, I had $100,000 in my checking account. So I know exactly what that feels like. And essentially the building feels the same way. Like when I see my building, my castle, castle number one, um, or maybe it's number two, I won't say there. But, uh, uh, you know, it's essentially Coke and Pepsi. They both fucking, they both taste good, right? If you like soda, that's that's an analogy I think most people can get. Um, and this is actually, there's shopping carts rolling towards my car. Some kid let go of them and they're coming down the hill. So you might hear a crash in a second. Um, no, he got up. Good. Um, maybe I should have got out and been proactive, but, uh, yeah. So, so getting back to emotions. So essentially it's just joy. Like, and I've known this for a while that you don't really want a million dollars or like a Corvette or a beautiful wife. You want to feel good, but like, there's materialistic things like you do want like the interaction with a you know beautiful wife or a husband, like whatever. There's more to it, but like I'm saying, essentially, it's just a feeling of joy and love and bliss, and that's the emotion that that's the the high frequency. I think is what it's called. Um, it feels good. It's the feel good emotion that 
when I think about my building, it's like, ooh, love and joy. I don't say love, joy, bliss. I don't go like, is this Coke or Pepsi or is this like Mountain Dew? Like, it, it, it just feels good. It feels good. It's an elevated emotion. Like, ooh, right? And uh, my friends, if they ever hear this, they're going to make fun of me for going, ooh. And, uh, yeah, so so I had a huge aha moment there. So I hope somebody else got that and it wasn't just me or will get that at some point in time. Um, kind of that clarification on what, what, you know, elevated emotions are. So I've been doing that and, um, working on some stuff. I did, I guess I, I did have a bit of a win because I, uh, or a manifest, let's just say I had a manifestation win. that sound like, um, and I joke when I say soccer mom. So if you're a soccer mom, don't get mad. I'm just being funny, but that's what most people, a lot of people, especially dudes, and the most of my listeners from the the seven of them, um, uh, sixty. I know. I think it's like seventy six percent are male, according to the statistics from the Anchor app. So, I know my audience. So most dudes, when they hear stuff like manifestation and medita- meditation, in their mind, like if they're being honest with you, if they're hanging out with their buddies, they're going to be like, "Would you hear that from the soccer mom at your soccer, you know, at your game or whatever?" Like that's uh, that's not mean. It's just funny, right? So. We love sacrifice. But, uh, but so one of the things when I was meditating, okay, I sit in this chair. It's a really cool chair. It's probably like 100 years old. It's my great-grandma's. Um, so you can imagine a chair from 100 years ago. Looks cool. Not crazy comfortable to sit in for, <laughs> for 40 minutes. Um, even though my body's asleep, what happens is my arms rest on the wooden, my arms, like my, my gym's, gym's arms, the arms that I move on my body, they rest on the arms of the chair and they're kind of narrow wooden arms. So I guess it like pinches a nerve or something like up towards the elbow where I have my arm resting and my arms, like I can't move my fingers for a few seconds when I'm done. Um, and I can feel like a pinching sensation. So anyways, in my meditation, I didn't, when I was doing that, I was, I became aware of that's fucking, it's uncomfortable, right? I'm not going to stop. So what I did um, I controlled my monkey brain, monkey brain. I thought about a chair. I envisioned a chair that had, um, like I envisioned a green, I'll be, I'll just be hundred percent, hundred percent transparent. I envisioned a green chair, um, that was buttoned back and it had kind of some design like weird, you know, like old school design, old fucking design. There's probably an art person that listens to that. It's going to freak out. Um, you know that design I'm talking about. That's what I envisioned, and I felt like, oh, what it would be kind of sit real low and uh, just be comfortable. I, I I felt the, you know, again, was it Coke or Pepsi or Mountain Dew that I was feeling? I was feeling, like I felt good in a chair. I just felt relaxed and comfortable, and I was sitting low. And there was, like, the specifics to the green and stuff. So, anyways, just didn't, I never thought any more about it um, other than a couple other times when I meditated. I was like, oh, okay. Let's just, you know, I made a commitment. Just don't. Focus on not having the chair. Just you already put it out there. It's here. And today, so a, a, an interesting bridge of incidents happened. Um, and anyway, so I, I came home a different a different way. So, anyways, there was a when I was coming down my street, there was um, a chair um, in front of my neighbor's house on the opposite side of the street. Couple couple houses. I live in a nice neighborhood. You know what I mean? So it's not like it's like 
when I say it was sitting on the curb, people just put shit out and people come through our neighborhood to get it because people in our neighborhood put my shit out. And uh, the, the exact chair like that I wanted was sitting there on the curb, except it wasn't green, just to be, be, I'll be fair and honest, like it wasn't green. So, uh, um, so I got a chair, a meditation chair now. So I'm excited about that. And once I thought about it, I was like, well, I'll just get a green, um, you know, something green to put over it, like a green old school blanket, like something your grandma might've made or what, you know what I'm talking about? Like that kind of cool shit. Um, and then it'll be green and then I'll have the exact thing that I wanted. And it, um, and not that I would have cared to pay for it. I was just, I couldn't find it. I couldn't find exactly what I was looking for. I thought maybe, you know, it seems like something you'd find at a yard sale where you'd have to give 50 bucks for, which I would have, you know. Um, so it wasn't only about the money. It was just about the chair. But I got it for free. So that's cool, too, because now I can use that 50 bucks or something else. Um, and then some really odd shit that happened. Uh, that was kind of day day one, day one or two, whatever. And then he gets into, uh, um, talks about a meditation to clear you're basically your energy their chakras i think is what a lot of people might be familiar with um not that i've read a ton about that kind of stuff but but i have a little bit and he calls them energy centers he, he does i think he does reference like other cultures and religion like what they call them like chakras but it's not a ton of time it's mostly about um what he you know he calls them the energy centers but he ties it back to like the science of your like the nerves in your body and how things where there's connections with like your heart and your even like your sexual like your or like uh, your sexual organs right so whatever your freaking gender is you know what your sexual organ is um, that area <laughs> and goes into all that so he talks about so I, I'm gonna here's my this is where my notes come in I couldn't figure out where these would go so uh, um, an idea that I had from reading the book and then, you know, some point in the minute, the, the idea came somewhere. I wrote this down and said, I need to start a podcast about anxiety and maybe what I'll do, I'll just keep everything in this audio diary. That'll make sense in this podcast, this show, whatever the fuck. Um, and I want to share my experience with anxiety from 14 to 44. And I'll get back to, I'm just putting this out there. I'm getting my thoughts out there. Um, and essentially when he was explaining the energy centers, um, I got it cause there was shit I related to. He talked about, um, I, I never had de- depression, but he talks about things, a little bit of things like that, anxiety, high stress essentially, and how different areas, um, like a, like a, like a high sex, like a, a an abnormally high sex drive or too low of a sex, like the, the kind of the yin and the yang of both of those. And how it, it's involved with like the energy in your heart and in your brain. And then there's like the, the seven. And again, I, I'll, I'll do this on video again sometime and I can kind of show you. And it'll help me learn it and be able to help people with it because I'll draw it out. Um, and I wrote down here, look at page 171 and 72. I don't have the book. <laughs> so um, we'll talk about it again. But, uh, but essentially my journey... Um, why I couldn't, so my journey and how it affected my ability to feel elevated emotions. So, um, I think some of it was just paradigm because I didn't know that I couldn't feel them or that I could, I thought it was, I thought there was something wrong with me essentially. And I thought it was because of anxiety 
because I, and I became a very, so I dealt with anxiety and I'll talk about that story. Um, cause I know, I know that'll fucking help somebody. I know it will, because I wish I could talk to me when I was 14 now. Um, and just, wow, this is interesting. So when I was 14 and I started dealing with anxiety, I remember thinking about, will I still be dealing this with this in my forties? Um, there was, I just, it was just like, so I can go back and be so present with that thought laying out crying. I was like, I was suicidal. Um, and I'll, I'll talk more about it. It wasn't bad. I didn't try to commit suicide, but it was thoughts that I had. And, uh, and so, but here I am now as a 44, 44, going to be 45. Wow. Um, that happened fast. Um, you know, tell that 14 year old kid like, Hey man, it's going to be okay. And, uh, I'm, I'm droning. But uh, I do want to talk about that. And I'm excited. That's elevated emotion. And it feels good because I'm like, I don't feel like I'm getting anything out. I feel good that I'm talking about it and I have this realization and it's freeing, right? So, oh, I got freedom. You want to be, you want to have freedom, you better feel free, which is an elevated emotion. Sweet. It's becoming more and more ingrained and like I'm getting it more. So, um, and then I had the realization too, like, so that was made up. Like I, I could always feel emotions. I just felt... Um, and the story I, I used to, I never, I, a lot of it dawned on me when I moved back to St. Louis. And that's another story that I can tell um, about some aha moments that I have. But essentially, I was raised by um, the majority of my life. It was of my, um, like, where you're really getting kind of formed. You know what I mean? Like your thoughts. So um, I had my, my mom and dad, like, they, you know, they were in the picture, you know, and I live with uh, both of them at, you know, different times or whatever. But, uh, majority of the time I was raised by my dad and my grandpa. My dad and my grandpa are both combat vets. Um, some of you, if you, who I say some of you, there's probably one fucking person that might listen to this besides me, um, when I'm making it, but in the future, hopefully there's more people that do listen to it. Um, if you know a combat veteran, um, you know that they don't like share a lot of shit, a lot of them, right? So I was raised by those types of fucking guys. And I mean that with, I'm one of those fucking guys. So it's like, I, um, you, you, you kind of, you get stoic, whatever. And, uh, um, so they were like that. That's how they, they were. So there wasn't a lot. And it was like the time frame, right? Their generation. Um, so I think about that. But then I also look about there, a lot of the people that I associated with um, and kind of even my dad, my grandpa was pretty, pretty squared away on a lot of some stuff, but he did some shady shit. Um, kind of like, like half gangsters, right? They were, um, and I think it's just the culture in St. Louis and, and maybe it's starting to change. I don't know, but like somebody's always getting, you know, you got to get something, you know, cause somebody's getting something, you got to get something. So that's kind of the, and I had that mentality for a long time where you, Again, here's another thing we can talk about to unpack. But um, I realized kind of what shaped me and how I in, unintentionally um, told myself I couldn't feel emotions because it was easy, right? It made other shit easier, I guess, is what it is. So kind of put a bow around that and do what you want with it. And I'll talk more about it later. But uh, that was my kind of some of my big ahas with the meditations. Um and I think I was going somewhere with that, but I'm sorry if I get lost because this is, I get in the moment and again, I'm new at this. I'm no Howard Stern. I'm no, uh, <laughs> whatever news anchor. So 
I have a teleprompter for sure. And uh, so doing the meditations like that, some wild shit. And then, um, oh, the chakra one. That's where we're going back to the energy thing. So I do the meditation to clear. It kind of rebalances your chakras, I guess, essentially. So the energy flows. Um, so you don't, it gets rid of that anxiety, all that other stuff. So anyways, long story short, I probably lost anybody that was listening by droning out like that. But um, so you do the meditation. And this one, I don't think is quite 45 minutes. It's like, I don't know, 36, still long um, for, for the average, for the for most people, especially when it comes to meditation. Um, so you're uh, doing the meditation and you get relaxed, you do all that stuff. And that one, it, it, I think maybe at the end, you do a little bit of the talk about intentions, but it's mostly just kind of like, you focus on different parts of your body and you get really relaxed. And one of the things, the first ones I remember is this may sound weird. You kind of, you're in this relaxed state and the image that I saw in my head, right? I'm not saying I was in outer space seeing this, but the image I saw in my head was like my nervous system in space, like in just darkness, and the yeah so it's just like the the nervous system like you'd see it like in a museum like when they i think they did that with like chinese bodies like there's like some like like a strama behind that but like they've like it took and taken nervous like uh, uh it's the nerves in your body like in your brain it's all your nervous system right um so go if you don't know what i'm talking about just go look it up or something so I saw like that, like kind of displayed out and it was like me, like I knew it was my nervous system. And I don't know where the rest of my body was, but I had this feeling of, um, I am everything, right? I am everything. That was like what I felt. I am everything. And it was trippy. It was kind of weird. It was cool. And, uh, so I did that meditation. That was weird. It's odd. But uh, I've noticed some changes. And we can talk more about them. But um, And then I did another one. And honestly, I don't know if these were the same. I don't think these, these didn't happen at the same time. They happened at different days. Because um, this one happened yesterday. And it was, like, I go to this meditative spot. I meditate. And I say go to this spot. It's like a place I go to in my head. It's like a field. Like I envision myself in a field. It's kind of like in the, you maybe think of like the mountains of Colorado, like in the, the summer or the spring, maybe. Um, there's a lake, and there's some mountains, like big, I'm up in the, like the peaks, like you can see them. And there's still some snow, like a little bit way up there. Um, and there's like this lake that I kind of sit by. Um, but this time when I was in this relaxed state, in a state akin to sleep, um, mind awake, body sleep, and that, that feeling, I, uh, there was a tree like in my, it just, I don't know if it just didn't show, just like didn't pop up, but it was like just there. And in my head, I was like, it was different. It's not normally here. So I like leaned up against the tree and it, it like hugged me, right? And, and then tree hugger, ha ha ha, make that joke. But it didn't like, it was just one hand. I'm trying, I'm trying to remember the whole thing now, but it essentially like, like plugged into me, you know? And 
you know, that I, it was, it was interesting. I think, I'm sorry, actually the tree, it was the tree first. And then I went into the, this, this was from the first meditation um, is where the tree, I'm, I'm sorry. I, it's, it's like a dream, right? After a couple of days, you kind of really remember them. Um, but yeah, so it was the tree like hooked into me and, you know, said that I am, then I saw my body in space and then I was like, you know, came back and it was like you, the feeling of I am everything. The one that I had yesterday was like I was in a relaxed state and it was my family from when I would have been a, you know, a kid. And we were at the dining room. I grew up in St. Louis um, in a neighborhood in South St. Louis called Dogtown. If you know, the one of you that are listening to this, maybe you're from Dogtown. Um, and you can relate to that. But anyways, it's a, it's a town. It's a, it's, a, it's a city. St. Louis is a city. The neighborhood, Dogtown's neighborhood. Great place. I'm so grateful that I'm from there. Best thing that ever happened to me. Um, but in my the dining room of this house that I grew up in, um, around the table, like my grandpa was at one end, and then my dad was at the other. So like head of the tables or like the kind of the men of the household. And then I was sitting on the end by my grandpa. And then next to me was like my grandma, then my Aunt Noreen, and then my Aunt Jerry. And then across from me was, was my mom. And then my uncle George, and I'm not sure why he was over there because my aunt Marie was over on my side. It doesn't matter. This is how it fucking showed up in my head. So, um, yeah. So my mom, uncle George. Then it was my um, uncle Charlie, and when I was a kid, we called him Aunt Tom. But my uncle Tom is they were they were a gay couple. So, um, and basically, they just went around the table and they just smiled at me. You know what I mean? And I just got this feeling of from when I was back as a child. So that was an elevated. And I think it was showing me what an elevated emotion is. It was like that feeling as a kid. And it was Christmas, right? So it's like you think about we and we open. Let me add more context and like detail to that. So as a kid in my household, we opened presents after dinner. I was the only kid. So, of course, they fucking did. Right. I'm being funny here. Like. I didn't think it was weird until I talked to my friends because we'd hang out at like lunchtime and they're like, what'd you get? And I'd be like, I didn't open my, and they're like, what the fuck do you mean? You didn't open your presents. It's Christmas. You're supposed to open your presents on Christmas morning. Um, but we, we opened them at night because it was all adults and they started drinking and they, that's when they wanted to have fun. And I'm, I'm glad I, it's, it's cool. You know, um, it's kind of funny, but, uh, so, but I was so fucking excited to eat dinner because that meant we were getting ready to open presents within like, you know, 45 minutes or so, half an hour. Um, and the dinner was always fun because everybody was there. It was like the families together. It was awesome. So it was this, um, you know, elevated emotion. And the, one of the feelings that I had was, you know, essentially what an amazing life. What an amazing life, you know. And what, what's that Christmas story? The oh, damn it! It's like the most famous one. Um, uh, not a miracle on Thirty Fourth Street. Uh, it's a wonderful life. So that's that's kind of what I. It wasn't a wonderful. That's not what I had in my head. It was like, um, what an amazing life. What an amazing life. Because as I was going around, and you know that feeling of like, I come out with some presents soon, and I'm with my family, like the people that who I blocked out the emotions of love, I, I guess, at some point. Um, maybe not then, but later on in life, like 
could unpack that a lot, um, which I have. So I understand, but basically like I've always been loved and I've always, you know, had the ability to, to feel things like that. Um, and we all do. You just got to find them. You just got to be present to little things. Be appreciate what you got. So, and I know that's different. And if you didn't have presence when you were a kid, whatever, I'm sorry, you know, change it, change your circumstances now. But, uh, so those were the main things that I've had. So, um, I am everything. What an amazing life. And at some point there was one I had that was like, everything's taken care of. Everything's taken care of everything. That's kind of like the mantra, um, you know, like my financial mantra, like, and I'm not, it's not like a, a struggle financially, but it's just like, I do have the emotion sometimes of like, I'll have the money to pay the bills and I'll pay them. But while I'm paying, I'm like, I'm not going to have enough. I'm not going to be able to take care of you. It's just like this stress um, that's unnecessary because um, it's no different now than when I didn't have the money. I felt the same, right? So it's just having that feeling. Everything's taken care of, you know? Well, and again, you can have that feeling. You could have $1,000 of bills sitting on your table and you could have negative $7 in your check checking account, if you, you know, or in your bank account, right? You could have negative $7 and you could have $1,000 of bills due yesterday and you got negative seven and you're not getting paid for another week. That feels like a shitty feeling, but you can choose to have that elevated emotion that everything's taken care of. You just need to get into that, um, uh, just relax. Just You need to just chill out, motherfucker. Just get in that state and then you relax, right? And you get into that, fade away that meditative state and just feel that feeling think about set that intention of like and you don't have to think if you're negative seven and you've got a thousand dollars worth of bills <clears throat> that doesn't mean you need to think oh what i want to feel like a millionaire because everybody does right but but that's a you've probably never made you know most people don't i don't think ever make more than 100 grand like that's a lot for most people um so that's a lot don't go to a million just go like fuck, what if I, what if this was just, what if everything was just taken care of and spend some time going like, you know, and, and you'll get into, you'll do it a bunch, like picture yourself paying the bills, right? Or pick and, or um, just play with it. Picture yourself sitting there talking to whoever going like, um, flip the script, say, man, we paid all our bills and we still got a thousand dollars left. Start there. Don't go to a million. Don't go to a hundred thousand. Go to like, Hey, Fuck, I got everything's taken care everything's taken care of and I still got a thousand bucks. Like I got an amazing life. Right? So see like kind of how it all comes full circle. Um and the, you know, I am everything. I know that one's kinda of out there. But uh so yeah, so we, you can all we can do this. And it's at forty minutes and this might be a long one. But uh I'm gonna stop there. So that was the that was where I'm at and I'm still meditating. And uh, still continuing to build my intentions and my images of what I want and working on the elevated emotions. And I'll get on and share some more stories. Um, like I say, I'll do it tomorrow. But I uh, hope you got something out of this. hope there was just one little nugget. Um, I did. And again, being 100% transparent, I'm doing this for me and me only. But I know by just kind of proxy or default or whatever that. Um, if someone listens to it, um, they'll get something out of it. And 
tying into what I was saying earlier, going back to the goofy law of attraction shit. Yes, I'm talking about that word. Remember, this is an all-guys audience, mostly. Not all guys, but it's mostly guys that are probably like me at some point in my life and law of attraction is like, what the fuck are you talking about? But we all know it's true. If you sit there and think about something, I knew I knew it was true when I was 15 years old. I knew, I didn't know what it was. I didn't call it the law of attraction, but I knew there was something that I didn't know about that was working in my favor. And uh, so that's what this is about. And so saying that is that I know this will ultimately reach the right person or people that need to hear this. And honestly, maybe it's me again someday. You know what I mean? What if I'm like at 55 and like, I need to hear this message again. And I'm like, Hey, remember that podcast that I only said I was going to do for 90 days. And I did it seven times and I listened to it. It could be making this for me in the future. I don't think so. Um, I choose to believe that, um, I'm going to do these for 90 days or probably longer because it's, it's really fun. Um, but I know somebody will get this at some point in time. So, and I say that because I watched a YouTube video that I made like 10 years ago and it gave me goosebumps. Um, cause I forgot I made about it and I was like, holy shit, I got an amazing life. Everything's taken care of. Wow. What if you just repeated that to yourself every day, all day long for 30 days? That's what I'm going to do. Everything's taken care of. What an amazing life. And I'll throw in a few uh, I am everythings here and there. Awesome. Thanks for listening. If you're listening, tell a friend.